Welcome to the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. I'm Benjamin Wargold, the beat writer for Wisconsin football and men's basketball for the Rivals Network. And we have plenty to get to on today's show. We'll update the latest with Big Ten Athletics and eligibility. Some big news came down here just within the last day or two. And our guest this week, Mech One Homestead defensive end Ayo Adibogan, who committed to Wisconsin's 2021 recruiting class last December, the seventh commit in that 2021 class, a class that got bigger by one over the weekend. And that's our top story. Skylar Bell, who was on this podcast just a couple weeks ago, he officially joined Wisconsin's 2021 class with his verbal commitment, arguably the top target for the Badgers at that position all summer. 6'1", 185-pound rising senior at the Taft School in Connecticut. Wisconsin was the pick from the top five that included Iowa, Rutgers, Virginia Tech, and West Virginia. Iowa was thought to be one of the favorites all along, but Bell, who had 36 receptions for 549 yards and eight touchdowns as a junior, picked Wisconsin. Uh, Badgers offered him in late April, and he was recruited by first-year receivers coach Alvis Witted. Become the 16th commit in the 2021 class. Could feature another scholarship wide receiver, but Bell was that top guy. And his head coach, Tyler Whitley, has lauded his impressive athleticism with rivals in an interview last fall, saying, quote, Physically, he looks like what you would make on Madden if you're making a receiver. He has good ball skills, he is tough, and he is a worker. He really works hard on his craft and is a very good ball player. He is also a track runner who is a multi-sport athlete. He is a kid that is very focused on what it takes to be an athlete at the highest level, and he's doing everything he can to get to that point, end quote. Now, there's no doubt that Bell is versatile. I mean, last year, the three-star prospect had two interceptions at the safety spot and had another two touchdowns in the return game. And as mentioned, he's a multi-sport athlete with basketball as well as track, and that's something UW's staff covets on the recruiting front, those very versatile athletes that are across the board talented in multiple sports. Now, you watch him on film, and that interview we did a couple weeks ago didn't really get into a lot of the X's and O's with Skylar Bell, but you watch him on film, as John McNamara wrote in his Commitment 101 piece on BadgerBlitz.com. Bell is dangerous as a vertical threat, but many project best as a slot receiver for the Badgers. He displays good hands in traffic and creates separation in man coverage, despite the cushion given to him at the high school level. At 6'1 and 185 pounds, Bell is also slippery in the middle of the field in the short passing game and has great bursts with the ball in his hands. He's not a burner right now, but he does run a sub 4.5 second 40-yard dash. Now, his route running needs to continue to improve as all high school players do going to the college game, but he is sudden with good hips, excellent vision, and possesses another gear in the open field and he'll need to develop as a run blocker Wisconsin's run-heavy offense. But there's a good chance that Skylar Bell can play early for the Badgers. You look at that depth chart, it probably played a role in his commitment, Skylar's, to Wisconsin. Iowa has multiple wide receiver commits in its 2021 class. Wisconsin has one, him. You look at where Wisconsin is in terms of eligibility, Danny Davis, Kendrick Pryor, Jack Dunn, and Adam Krumholtz are all expected to graduate uh, following this season, although we'll have to see when exactly this season starts. And you look at where Wisconsin could add in this recruiting class, maybe another wide receiver 
but certainly not many that would really hinder Scholar's ability to come in and make an early impact. Now, Bell told Badger Blitz previously that him and Coach Whitted talked nearly twice a week, saying, quote, about Whitted, he's a great dude, and he thinks that he can help me take the next step and hopefully be an NFL player, which is my goal. He wants to win championships, and he tells me that all the time. Players may say that Wisconsin is a run-heavy team, but he thinks that if I come there and I work for it, I can help open up the offense and make Wisconsin a little more dynamic. Now, to hear that full interview with Skyler Bell, go on John McNamara's Twitter at McNamara Rivals and scroll down a little bit on my Twitter too, The Badger Nation. Haven't tweeted a lot over the last several weeks. It's on there. You can find it. Really great interview with Skyler Bell. Kind of hinted a little bit that a commitment to Wisconsin could be coming. And sure enough, in about, what, I think it was 14 days or so, he delivered on that uh, commitment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now with Bell in the mix, where does Wisconsin go from here in recruiting? Certainly four-star offensive lineman uh, Nolan Rucci remains high on the list. His older brother Hayden, uh, currently a redshirt freshman, redshirt sophomore tight end, depends on eligibility now at Wisconsin. Rucci Nolan Rucci is probably the top spot on that list, but there are a lot of uncertainties with the landscape of college football moving forward with scholarships and eligibility. More on that a little later. One player we know who will be playing for the Badgers in the coming months is our guest on this week's podcast, an all-star player from Mequon Homestead High School. He committed to the Badgers back in December and is hoping to follow in the likes of Zach Bond and TJ Watt as talented Wisconsin athletes who successfully transitioned to the outside linebacker position in Jim Laird's 3-4 defense. Three-star Ayo Adibogan joins the podcast. And Ayo, thanks for joining us. And I want to start with what has been a whirlwind offseason for you, not only with the pandemic shutting virtually everything down across the, the state, but your head coach, the legendary Dave Keel, announced his retirement after 30 years and six high school state championships, one that you won with him a couple years ago. And now high school football in the state of Wisconsin has been pushed to the spring. How have you handled everything that's been thrown at you? Um, so far, we've all just been taking it day by day with the team. All of us are supporting each other, and we're just trying to see what we can do to keep moving. I'm, as one of the leaders on the team, I'm trying to encourage everybody to keep on coming to workouts, keep on doing everything they can do to make themselves better and prepare themselves for the spring. But I think that we're handling all these curveballs pretty well. We're just trying to see whenever we can play, we're just going to be ready to play. What are your thoughts on spring football? Um, it's something that you're going to experience in college here, come up in the University of Wisconsin in a couple of years. Is that kind of a way for you to kind of embrace playing football? It's better than it just being outright canceled to a degree, but it's going to be a little bit different because you know high school football in the fall is kind of one of the the, the pastimes a little bit. How are you kind of approaching it? Um, I personally, I just look at it as. I'm just happy to play. Whenever we play, I'm happy to play. So that's that's just how I'm seeing it right now. You you look at uh, 
Coach Keel announced his retirement. Um, 30 years, I think six high school championships. Uh, you won one with him a couple years ago. What what has he meant to you, and what have you kind of learned from him just this past year when you really started to blossom as a high school football player? What did he teach you? Well, for me, I think he taught me how to work because coming in as a freshman, I think I was just a little hothead because everybody thought that I was the big shot freshman going to be on varsity and stuff. And he, he really took me aside and said, you know, if you want to do this, you have to put in the work. And I started doing that. Everything started working out well. And I really thank him for that. What has your workout regimen been like during quarantine? Um, how do you keep yourself in shape? And what improvements did you try to make without having the benefit of high school gyms and other professional workout facilities? Uh, well, I have a gym at home, so... I've been working out twice a day, pretty much every day since April, and our our football for Homestead started up doing, we started doing um, the speed and agility program, so it's been pretty much three workouts a day for the past two months. Have you tried, has it been hard for you to gain good weight during all this? I mean, I, one of the things that you talked about after you committed to Wisconsin was that you needed to put on some, some size. I think you were like 6'3", 215 when you committed. Has it been hard for you to put up, you know, good weight? And if, if so, kind of what, what are the challenges with that? Um, right now, my weight, yeah, I mean, I haven't changed much, but I've been I've seen a lot of change in size, like my body size has changed a lot. But the weight's still there, so I think it's I think it's good weight. It's been challenging, but I think I'm doing I'm doing the best that I can with it. Your speed is something that gets talked a lot about, whether it's by uh, scouts, whether it's by coaches, both at Mequon and within the conference that played against you. Whether it's breaking through an offensive lineman's block or chasing down a ball carrier, a lot of people point to Io's speed as being one of his biggest traits. How important is your speed to what you do on the field, and how do you think your speed is changing with your weight and your body changing over the course of the last couple months? Well, I know for a fact that I've gotten faster. I hit a new 40 time just last two weeks, and I've been, I've been getting faster. Working out more has helped a lot. And the speed's a big role with it because that's that's an advantage I have on all of the other um, commits that we have because all of them are just raw athletes. They're the strong people, and I can just use my speed to get around. Where'd you run the 40 in? I got uh, 4.6 on my 40 two weeks ago. Was that a goal for you to get to get to the 4.6 mark, or was it just something that just naturally has been progressing for you with your body changing? I mean, it was it was completely natural. I didn't even I haven't really been working at it that much. But and since we started doing these workouts, I've been working on foot movement, working on those first couple steps, and that really played a big role in that. Seventy-five tackles, thirty-one tackles for loss, sixteen sacks, and three forced fumbles for you last season earned you all state honors in the large school division by the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association. What do you attribute last year's success to and really your first year playing at that varsity level? 
Uh, you said you said what my tribute. Yeah. What, what what do you think led to that kind of success in your fir- in your first uh, year really playing a lot of, a lot of meaningful snaps at varsity? Um, I think what led it was being a sophomore two years ago, being a sophomore looking up to all the great players that we had when we won state. I think that really pushed me to this, to be better than them and prove that I can really like make a difference with this team even though we didn't make it back to state i mean we, we still had a good run and we all of our players we were all committed and we still did what we kind of do coach keel said that you caught his eye during your school's 2018 state title run two years ago when you worked on scout team as a sophomore and you were giving the, the starting offensive line fits trying to block you um, you know looking back how important was that that five weeks as on the scout team playing against the starters, how did that help you develop as a football player and really develop your confidence that you could have success right away at that level? Uh, I think that 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 five week span was probably the biggest difference in like my playing style and my effort I think I've ever had because going against those guys, some of them are some of them were all state players, some of them were going up there, going to college and stuff, and they were working me. So, I mean, going against those guys, that was the best work that I could ever put in. Mequon Homestead, defensive end, Io Adabogan, our guest this week on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. Io, when did Wisconsin first start to talk to you about potentially playing football for them? Do you remember when they started to talk to your school or talk to your head coach? Um, honestly, I don't even I don't even remember if they talked to my head coaches. All I remember was getting an invite to a game, and then at that game, I got a scholarship. And before that, I had no contract with them. They weren't even the school. They weren't even one of the schools that were looking at me. I believe Iowa was the first school that looked at me. But I literally just got an email, or a, I think it might have been a text, just saying I should come down, and that was it. Were you surprised when that came kind of out of the blue? Yeah, it was it was really surprising. When I was there, it was a, it was like a whole surprise. Everybody else knew, but I was just me and my dad, and we didn't know. And then when Coach gave me the news, everybody came up to me, congratulated me because they were all in on it. What what goes what goes through your mind when when you get that news and and you kind of get swarmed by everybody? I mean, it's your first offer. It's a huge offer. It's the in, it's the one in state school. Um, you know, is it? Raw emotion? Is it shock? Is it what? What? What kind of went through your mind? Do you remember how you kind of reacted? Um, I don't remember how I reacted, but I just remember how my dad reacted. And I mean, he was really excited because obviously going to this school, it wouldn't it wouldn't be cheap without a scholarship, mm-hmm. and and that that really touched my parents because all their hard work. They can just use it on my sisters. They can use it on anything else that they want to. So I think that that's, that's what I remember specifically. You were offered in September, and you committed in December. What did you think about during that three months in terms of your college recruitment that, that it just it, you didn't instant commit, that you took your time with it? What were you kind of going through during that stretch? Um. I think the only the only reason why I didn't commit right away was because my dad and I just really loved to travel. I mean, going 
going every week to a different college for free. It was it was pretty awesome. And just being able to do that, that was fun. So that was pretty much one of the biggest reasons. And I honestly thought that I couldn't really get better than Wisconsin. Obviously, a lot of my friends, coaches said, yeah, you could have waited. You could have got bigger offers. But honestly, I, I personally don't think it gets better. <laughs> Where did you have a chance to go um, on on your travel trips that kind of validated that Wisconsin was the right place for you? Um, oh, you mean which which schools did I go to? Correct. Yeah. Um, I went to Notre Dame, Iowa, Iowa State, Minnesota. I think I went to Michigan State, and uh, that might have been it. I think I went I went to a couple of them twice, but. After going to all those schools, I just realized that, yeah, they're, they're awesome schools, they're big schools, but Wisconsin's just home, so I think that's the best place to be. Michigan State did offer you not too long ago. Did that have any impact with you? Did that make you think twice about anything, or were you pretty well set on where you wanted to be? Um, I, was, I was pretty well set, although Michigan State was, besides Iowa, that was the first school to... Actually, look at me. So I was, I was kind of surprised. I was kind of happy to get it, but at the at the same time, it didn't really make that big of a difference for me. You look at this recruiting class, Io, that Paul, Chris, and his staff put together. There's 16 of you. You're ranked in the top 20 nationally according to the rivals' rankings. It's it's pretty impressive that it's touched on a number of important spots across the board, but especially on defense. Um, have you gotten a chance to really know some of these defensive guys that are going to be your position mates and teammates over the next couple of years, guys like Brian Sanborn and uh, Jake Cheney and you know Michael Jarvis on the defensive line, TJ Bowlers, who's probably going to move to outside linebacker. Have you had a chance to talk to a lot of these guys, and what kind of relationship have you been able to develop with some of these commits? Um, yeah, we, we are, we're all pretty tight now. We, we have a group chat. We've had a group chat for a while, and we talk to that pretty much every day. So that that really got us all close. We all know each other pretty well, and I'm just excited to be able to go out and play with them. How important is uh, the group chat and the group texting? Because, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now, especially with college football, with the Big Ten not playing until the spring, high school football, some uh some states are going to play high school football this fall. Some, like Wisconsin, are waiting until the spring. Some still haven't made a decision yet. Is it kind of important to have that group text and that group chat to kind of rely on one another and to kind of help each one another keep their heads up to a degree? Uh, yeah, it does because some some of us are playing. Most of the guys in Iowa are playing right now. And I think, I think the people in Iowa are the only players that are playing because from other states, I think most of us are all canceled. But I know for a fact TJ's playing. He's probably gonna try to encourage us to keep working, keep keeping our heads up because we can have a possibility of playing in the spring. So I think that I think that plays a big role in it. As you kind of move forward into your spring season. We hear a lot that speed is big in your game. Leadership is big for you. Where else are the strengths in your in your football game and, and kind of in your character that you think are going to help you carry forward into a spring season, into uh, your freshman season at Wisconsin? Uh, I think the becoming more of a vocal leader is something I want to 
definitely work on. Obviously, being a junior, you I try to say as much as I can, but you got to just let the seniors do what they do. And now being a senior, I think being able to talk to guys more, being able to read more is something that I'm going to work on, something that is really good for me going into freshman year in college. When you pick apart your game, where are areas that you know need to get better for when you get back on the field next? I would say working on more moves, working on being able to like utilize my speed and strength at the same time so I could get past offensive linemen. Last year I just did a lot of running past, and sometimes I would just bull rush, but I want to work on figuring out what moves I can do to better myself. I, I'm sure that when you were presented by the Wisconsin staff about the move from defensive and outside linebacker, they showed you film of Zach Bond, a high school quarterback, and T.J. Watt, a high school tight end, who were able to make that transition from a different position quite easily. Um, now, you, you mostly play on, on the line last season, but you moved around a lot. How do you think that's going to help you transition to the outside linebacker position in Wisconsin's 3-4 defense? I think that I think that it was a really smart decision. I was honestly talking to some coaches at Homestead about moving me to the outside linebacker because, yeah, defense was fun, but it would, it would honestly be a waste of speed to leave me on the line because I could easily move around with different positions, different players. So I think that's, that's a key part of that. What do you think is next for this this recruiting class at Wisconsin. You just landed Skylar Bell, which was a huge, yeah, uh, was huge, com- huge commit. And I, I talked to Skylar on this podcast a couple weeks ago, and he talked about the relationship that he had developed with a lot of you guys was was really meaningful to him. What, what's kind of next? Who are you guys hoping to kind of bring in next to really continue to make this recruiting class a really solid foundation to hopefully years of success at Wisconsin? Um, personally, I don't really. I don't really know that many other recruits that are looking at it, but I know a lot of other dudes probably do. But I'm sure that I'm sure that people are going to come and they're going to try to make a difference for us. What, what's next time on your calendar? How are you going to spend the next couple weeks and couple months preparing for for your spring? Is is it just you know weekly workouts with your teammates? Is it more just trying to get a handle on? Uh, at home learning and working out. What's kind of the plan for you? Um, it's mainly going to be at home works out, working out because I believe our school's not going to let us come back to um, work out anymore. But yeah, mainly mainly working out at home and just keeping healthy is something I'm going to do. Yeah, that's the key, right? You got to stay healthy, right? Yeah. Ayo Adabogan, our guest this week on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. Ayo, thanks for joining us. Continue health to you. And, uh, again, appreciate your time tonight. Yep, thank you. That is Ayo Adibogan, our guest this week on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. My thanks to him for taking a couple minutes to shed some light on what he's been up to over the last couple weeks and months as he prepares for hopefully a senior season played in the spring here in the state of Wisconsin. And before we wrap up today's show, we want to update you on the latest in the world of college athletics. The Big Ten Conference continues to be stuck in a PR nightmare following the canceling of the season last week. New commissioner, new Big Ten commissioner, Kevin Warren, released an open letter trying to clarify the league's decision-making, but that release did not 
release any of the medical reports the league used to make that decision. The letter was vague on who was and wasn't for canceling the fall seasons and said that the league would not be reversing course under any circumstances. So for those hoping that the Big Ten will suddenly realize that it's made a mistake and ramp up college football again, it's not going to happen. The league has also faced a parent protest outside the Chicago offices on Friday and an open records request at member institutions for the information that led to the canceling of the fall season. So the story isn't going away. One bit of good news for athletes that came down on Friday, the NCAA Division I Board of Directors voted to give all fall sports student athletes an additional year of eligibility, an additional year to compete through a blanket waiver. Now, this move eliminates a lot of uncertainty for athletes in fall sports whose seasons have been postponed or could be disrupted because of the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Basically, seniors who choose to return for the 2021-22 season wouldn't count against school scholarship limit. Now, just not just football in the Big Ten, but volleyball, men's and women's soccer, men's and women's cross country, and field hockey have all been canceled with the hopes of being rescheduled for the spring. Now, the extra year of eligibility was recommended to the board of directors earlier this week by the Division I Council. It was also done for spring athletes when all spring sports were canceled starting in mid-March. But the question locally is, will it apply to seniors at Wisconsin? Now, financial aid rules were relaxed as part of the decision, and schools were allowed back for their spring athletes to tap into an NCAA fund to pay for increased scholarships for returning seniors. But Wisconsin declined to allow those seniors to return for 2021. Wisconsin Athletic Director Barry Alvarez said at the time that the extra-year eligibility presented challenges with finances and roster sizes, because of the following year's incoming freshmen. And another thing, too, those schools don't make Wisconsin a lot of money. Those schools actually lose money in the grand scheme of things or or pretty much break even. And now, with Wisconsin facing a $100 million budget shortfall because of the cancellation of fall football season, what's going to happen with all of these athletes in all of these sports, especially the big money makers like football and, to a lesser degree, volleyball, which brings in a profit, and athletic department spokesman told the Wisconsin State Journal that UW is monitoring was developing with the NCAA in regard to, to eligibility for fall athletes and will communicate plans directly to them. Now, additional scholarship expenses, however, could be a tough sell while college athletic programs face major revenue shortfalls during this pandemic. Just right now in the Big Ten, 51 athletic department employees have been furloughed at the University of Nebraska until the 1st of January, and the Others will take a 10% salary reduction. Iowa becomes the first school in the Big Ten to cut programs. They have cut men's gymnastics, men's and women's swimming and diving, and men's tennis following the 2020 and 2021 season. Now, according to State Journal sources, despite a projected drop in revenue similar to Iowa's for the 2020-21 school year, UW senior staff members said during a virtual staff meeting that the Badgers aren't moving in the direction of eliminating sports yet, which is the key word for the University of Wisconsin, as we're all kind of in a waiting pattern. The ACC, SEC, and the Big 12 are all moving forward. The Big 10 and the Pac-12 are going to punt until the spring. Rumor has it we should hear something about that soon in terms of what a plan is, but right now... All we have to worry about is the NBA, the NHL, and the Major League Baseball seasons.
That is it for this show of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. My thanks to you for listening. For all the latest on Wisconsin football, basketball, and recruiting, log on to BadgerBlitz.com. We'll be back with you next week. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and have a great summer weekend.